What's up, people? Moto X Pod Show coming at you. Tuesday, February 7th. Guys, I'm your host, Mark Poole. With me, a couple of uh, couple of goons here in the studio. First and foremost, got to give love to our, our awesome producer. He keeps this thing together somehow or another. Managing all us idiots. DJ TJ Smith. What's up, TJ? What's up, guys? Oh, not much, man. How are you? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I get announcer voice. <laughs> I just can't help it. I just love it. Back in studio after a, an absence that he said he wasn't going to have again, but he had it again. Factory Bill. What's up, Phyllis? Factory Bill. Factory Bill. Block me, Bill. Bill, Bill not Bill. <laughs> Bill. Come on, Steve. Bill from calling in on the Pulp Mech show last night. They got his name wrong, but it's it's still hilarious. Yeah. I, I will forever get shit from you from that. Yeah, well, you're going to get shit anyway. There's a lot so of things. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that's not going to change. Matter what you Add do. that yeah, to the pile. That's not going to change. Right. Also, last but not least, number three on my list, number one in our hearts, Jamie Darkside Guido. What's up, Jamie? Hey, now. What's up, guys? Hey, how are you? Did a bit of moto on this weekend, did you, Jamie? Yeah, we all did. Yes. Well, not most of well, us. The three of the I four mean, of us did. The three did. of us that matter did. Phil, yeah. Phil had a first his son's first year birthday party, so yeah, he's excused. Yeah, that's true. He yeah. got exempt for that. Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. Now, you can't home? miss. Now, if we ride on his second birthday, you got to miss that one. Uh, uh, the first well, is okay. You got. Go ahead. No, you keep going. Oh, I'm yeah. Going at him. Anyway, <laughs> how did that birthday party go? It was good. Yeah? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's crazy because I, I feel like I'm getting old, but I'm not. I'm only like 20 years old, so yeah, but... it's it's crazy. You know, the kids grow up so fast. It's insane. Like yesterday, I feel like he was just born. Yeah. Well, it kind of almost was. Yeah, you know? it, it, a year is almost like a day, right? Take it from me. I'm now 41, I think. I can't remember. And my son's 19, and it feels like last week he was exactly. in my arms as a toddler. So, yeah, it yeah. goes quick. I'm telling you, I looked. I've looked up all of a sudden, and my daughter will be four this year. TJ, I'm sure you you got one that's grown and one that's close. Yeah, I've got one that's asking me what I want to be called as a grandfather. Oh wow! (laughs) And he's coming home. Was your answer? I don't. (laughs) No, no, I I, I can't wait. The only reason why I had kids is to have grandkids. Yeah, that's my plan. No, he. You don't have to corral them like you do your kids. We get to spoil them and send them home. You don't have to be the bad parent. Um, two more weeks, awesome. I think. Two more weeks, he'll be home. He's in Afghanistan right really? now. Really? So we're we need to awesome. get we need to get him to sit in with us if he's in, if he can. Yeah, yeah. be cool get, to talk to him. Get home safe. You yeah. got to give that guy some love, dude. Yeah, for sure. Right. So great kid too. Then so you awesome. have the uh, then you have the the sixteen year old who's still sick sometimes, right? So yeah, this that weekend. Kid, oh my gosh! First I weekend back. Me. First weekend back after being off the bike for five weeks. He wants to kind of see where he's at. Johnsonville this weekend at the race. They have a Loretta's qualifier. And he's like, Dad, I want to race. I was like, dude, you have no time on the bike. You don't need to go out there. And he's like, no, I want to race just to see where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. We go out there in the 250C class. There's 21 riders. And he pulls the whole shot first moto and then overall gets third. It has not been on the bike in five weeks. Hasn't worked out. Hasn't done any of this Well, no, stuff. he made us all look stupid the day before at Buffalo Creek. Yeah, I mean, just... Busting that triple out second lap, just whatever, <laughs> man, you know? So, yeah, it was... I was I was quite impressed with him. I got to say, like just watch. He actually, I think, watching him ride today, that he wanted to do some laps today. I think he's faster and more comfortable on the bike now than he was before his injury. It's crazy. That happens sometimes. It's weird because yeah. you just, you have time to actually reflect and think, and not actually, you know, you go back to the basics when you right, come back at right. that point. And that, he looked good Saturday. I mean, I'm sure he looked good Sunday too. I wasn't there, but dang, he looked. good He Saturday. was just yeah, just. 
I, I was impressed. Like I said, now the mm. track at Johnsonville did not get as bad as what I've seen it before. I thought they were going to have a bunch of rain. They will out there, with that qualifier, and they didn't have. Well, they didn't have as much rain, so the track actually was real sandy. Mm. I've never, I've never been to Johnsonville when it was as sandy as it was, which is good for Doc and Tyler, the other mm. guy who he trains with, because my tracks it was a lot like the dirt here. The ruts were so it no, okay. turned out to be really good. But we can talk about that later. No, it was fine. I mean, we, we all got embarrassed, so let's not talk about it too much more. Yeah, that's right. I had a good day riding with you guys, I'll tell you that. I know I was kind of riding like a spode a little bit, but I just not 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 right, not back to form. <laughs> Dude, so scared, time, man. Still scared of that leg. What yep. do you want me to do? But I tell you what, I had a dang good time. I'm ready to do it again soon. I had so, fun on my new bike out there. First time yeah, on a big good track. good on that thing. And Craig Decker at Enzo did the mm. suspension. Dude, it's so good. I'm telling you, that guy's magic with that stuff. It's so good. It, it, and it, it, for y'all don't know, it's KTM WP, the 4CS, and it's good. So obviously, he did a good job if he made 4CS good, from what I hear. I mean, I heard they're junk, so. Nah, they're just not the best feeling fork in the world. Dude, so you can good. make them work fine. It's just like the air, everybody says that Honda Air Fork is junk, and. I, and I'm not one know, to, because I like good. the Cowie Air Fork, so I'm not really the one to to ask about what good suspension is. I don't either. I just no. know, I know what I like, and what I have is fine with me. No, I'm, not, there you I'm go. not talented enough to notice the difference. That's probably what it is. Phil, Phil, <laughs> Phil and his lack thereof suspension. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. I, I went over one jump here, and uh, I overjumped it, and I just... It's terrible landing. Just my front fork just felt there's, like it there's was... There's no fluid in it. Exactly. <laughs> no fluid. Phil, okay. Yeah. Anyways, did anybody watch Supercross this weekend? Uh, yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, of course. That, that, that's what we do, right? Yeah, now. well. Fantastic just, race, man. I'm just checking because I'm wondering if Phil actually watched it, but I guess he did. Oh, I did. I was I was very impressed. Track right. guy gnarly. Eli Tomac did it again. Yeah, that would be hard to beat it. 18 seconds back. Ooh. Pretty, pretty amazing. And to catch Dungey like that, and to, I mean, when's the last time Dungey got out front and anybody caught him? You know, think about that for a minute. I haven't seen him. I mean, lately since well, since Bill Poe retired. But right? you, don't, yeah. you don't think maybe it's just because the track was so gnarly. I mean, he a little bit to do. I with expected it. whenever he saw um, Roxon pulling. Out, I mean, I was choosing Roxon Tomac. I guess he rode like Roxon right. Tomac right. pulling out that that rhythm section. I thought he'd oh, do yeah. it and catch back up. He never did. He'll take his position. Yeah, and I don't move think on. that's his style. Yeah, he's made a career of not getting, uh, not taking chances like that, and he stayed healthy for the most part because of it. You well, know, this so. weekend at Dallas will be our first dry race, right? Like yeah. as far as yeah. that track, weather will, that not, track will get hard yeah. packed too. Yeah, so. so I would look for Dungey to win this weekend. I would think so. Yeah, I'd look for Dungey to win this weekend. That's a safe bet. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with Marvin. Marvin, hey, huh? I like that pick Marvin's too. Marvin's my pick. This he time. definitely I, I, might. I, don't know I haven't seen the track map. I'm going to go so up to his pits you. and give him a good mojo. Is yeah. there? Is there a Cooper Webb too? Can you pull the track back up? I will. Track map. Sorry. Does it? Um. Does yeah? Does it the have a set of snack. whoops? Is there a set of whoops in there? Because if there's whoops in the track, Marvin's not going to win. <laughs> Has there ever been a Supercross track without a set of whoops? Has Marvin ever won a Supercross? Uh, that one they had overseas last year. That <laughs> yeah, whatever that. Had Marvin won that one? Whatever that. No, no. Yo, did he? Maybe TJ's question was rhetorical. Whatever that piece of shit was. They had over in Europe this past year. It was, but it was an outdoor track that was indoor. Yeah, had a bunch of double jumps or whatever. I finally just deleted that off my DVR the other day. Like I watched a couple laps and I could never get into it. I watched practice and I was over. I was like, never mind this. This looks like it sucks. I heard the failed guys actually really liked it because the racing was so close. 
They might have liked it. Oh. The, but as whoever far put, as whoever he, put the race on, there was no turnout at that. Yeah. I'm talking about right, but they're talking about the failed guys watched that, and from what I heard, they liked it because the racing was so close because there wasn't anything to separate stuff. Yeah, I mean that's not Supercross though. No. If they ever do that, mm. when you, I mean we have that. We have 12 mm. rounds of that outdoors every year this summer. You know. Well, That's but then true. again, the racing's not ever close there either because it's whoever's the fittest, you right. know. But I guess I guess I could see their point. I, I just don't care for that. Whatever. I I don't think you'd have people watching arena crosses. You watch arena cross. They have they have that format. They've got they own the arena cross series too. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but anyways, what else is going on, dudes? Anything? No, man, not mm-hmm. much other than uh, amateur season's kicking off now. You know, yeah. About to start racing. I'm going to be racing in about three weeks. Starting that Moto Masters off. Where's round one at Swan? Swan. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that one too. And we got and remember, all y'all. I'm oh talk, wait, when's that vet race? That uh, which the one at Swan? Yeah, uh, it's the 19th, but that's the same weekend that Buffalo. Oh, uh, is it not? Was the same weekend that Buffalo's doing their their half? You know what I mean? Their half day racing stuff. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't have all the schedules. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna probably do the vet the vet thing instead. Then the one at Buffalo, the one yeah, that we just because it's that vet, it's the vet reunion. I'm, I hear you, but y'all go to that. I'm going to Swan. So, but um, anyways, I I know I that we have to look at the schedule. No, know? I mean I just there's probably gonna be a lot of dudes. I've heard guys that I have that I know that have not ridden in years that are coming to that deal. So I'm gonna go hang out, you know. And I'll, I'll come to Buffalo, but I'm only gonna race the one at Swan. So well, yeah, if you're gonna do the vet stuff, the it's all in the evening. He scheduled it just like Buffalo Creeks race, like. Where the vintage, oh, the vintage guys are in the morning and the vets are in the evening. Mm. Well, mm. I'm going to do that one. We'll see what happens. You know how you know how it is. I'll say I'm going to do a lot of things and they just end up never materializing. Right. So I've got a busy schedule coming up, man. I was looking just yesterday so I could start marking off what days I need off of on call. I've got like in April. I think I'm racing one weekend, going to see Anthrax the next weekend, racing the weekend after that. Nice. I think two weekends before all that. I'm racing. Man, I don't even know how I'm gonna manage all that. Well, if I can get yeah. in on some of those with you, I'll split expenses and we'll there go, you go. Do that. That'd what, be cool. Well, the one I was talking about is that we all need to go to is that on March the fifth is the first round of the Torn series. I'm in on that one for sure. Dude, that's okay. gonna be so much fun, and we've got to like, like I said, if everybody shows up, that's going to. We're talking about fifteen, maybe even up to twenty moto guys all going together. I talked to um, the owner of Torn. And Curtis, and yeah, we're yeah, have yeah. him on next week talking about oh, that. Awesome. Right. Is that yeah. It's going to be March the fifth. So that's the day after Swan. Yes, the the day at wait. The day yeah. after what day? What the Moto Masters? The, de- yeah. the dealer series. Oh, is that what the yeah Moto Masters starts March fourth at Swan? Oh, it's a Saturday. Yes, yes, and then Sunday is that race there. So. And where is that? It's in. Um, Middle Othian, okay, south of Dallas. Yeah, it's just it's that's an easy drive. It's not far. It's way. It's quicker to get there than it is at Burleson. Oh, is it really? Yeah, okay, yeah, I haven't definitely. been there. Well, they have a whole new facility that the guy's building. He's gonna. They're gonna tell us about it. But it. They've got off-road park. They're gonna have those. From what I understand, like you know those boats that race through the little courses. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a setup for that. They're Ooh, gonna have. I could get an that. off-road park. They're gonna have a motor a motocross track. I mean, it's going to be a full. They're even having like equipment out there that people can take out there and put their kids on, and they can oh, their kids cool. can go out and drive bulldozers and stuff. Well, I'd awesome. like to get get more into more. Who, does the uh, the tour guy know who that he's is? He's doing. He's up. building. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> he's the guy doing it. Curtis is the guy who's building a lot of stuff out there. And but who, gonna, it's not his place, though. I don't think so. But I think next weekend when we, or next week when we have him on, he's going to fill us all in on that because well, that would be awesome. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, I want to check that out for sure. I'll do that torn race. I already told you I'd do it, so it. Um, I just I've always wanted to do one of those. I'll see what I can do. Racing two days in a row, that'd be that'd 
That's outside my budget. We, might have, we might have to go give plasma, Jay. I'm going to have to get some, yeah, go I need to get some uh, race sponsors that are actually paying money. Put Phil out on the street. I appreciate Hell it all. No, Put I'm Phil out on the street. We'll split the, pro- we'll split the profit. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Phil, are you going to be able to ride that? With us, no. Because listen, you don't. I know you don't have any like. Unless Mark's gonna let me ride his two. No, stroke. listen, you don't have any two fluid in that fork, then. right? So the suspension's gonna be nice and soft for cross country. <laughs> I just want to. If, if there's <laughs> any millionaires out there, I don't know about that. That want to invest in a zero return. Pro, uh, you need a tax write off. I'm your yeah, guy. That's zero right. return. But other than fun, you know, it'll have, cost you a little yeah. bit of a. There's an initial guy. investment. I need a 17 Honda 450. Oh yeah, and a Sprinter van. Now after that, I mean, hey, see, Christian write all that off. Christian Craig selling his 2017 Sprinter brand for 40 grand. So there you go. Well, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know I'm where I'm gonna get that. 40 grand at, but okay. And I don't want to go to college. Why a millionaire? Well, this weekend we've got some stuff coming up before the Supercross. Oh yeah, everybody here going. Uh, I'm going there. to Supercross. I'm but not we've going. Got, we've got the like, you, what's it called? Me, you know about agree. this? Me? Yeah, with Sean. Yeah, um, we're about to call Sean Scroggins. Sean. He is uh, the parts manager at Grapevine Power Sports. And he wanted to come on and talk to us about some stuff they're doing. I guess the dealership is under new management. They're really trying to support the moto community, and they're doing a big dealer or autograph signing. Really? Friday night. I think uh, Team Kawasaki is going to be there. And the orange guys. Yeah, yeah. So well, we're going to call let's, him. Let's see him no, no further ado, connect us with our guest. Let's see if I can make this work. I got this. I love the ring part. We all get quiet. Shh. This is Sean. Sean Scroggins. Hey. Hey, Mark with the Moto X Pod Show. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm good. I just got home from work, and uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> long day. It's always good to get Today's home from work. It's a long day, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, it's it's since we're open Mondays, but I'm not there, so my Tuesday is like a catch up for Monday and a Tuesday. It's, it's pretty tough. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, what, no business going pretty good up there. Y'all staying busy? Oh man, you yeah. It's usually. I mean, I've been doing this for a while now, and usually January, February slow down a little bit, and you get to do a little catch up. But man, it ain't slowed down a minute. Um, it's it's busy. Yeah, I can. I can barely keep up, so it's a good problem to have. It's just uh, I'm sure certain things are falling through the cracks. A problem but. nonetheless. Huh? So tell us about that dealer. Sean, this is TJ Smith. Um, tell us a little hey. bit about that dealer, the dealership, like the lines y'all carry, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, for starters, we are completely under new ownership. Um, Zuma McWhorter, he purchased the dealership um, February, right at February and 15, so right at two years ago. Um, shortly after that, he picked up the slingshot line from Polaris, I believe in May. And then in November, picked up the side-by-side line. So we, we only had the Polaris ATV line and he acquired slingshot and the full side-by-side line. And then of course, September of last year, we acquired KTM. So as of right now, we are a full Polaris line slingshot um kawasaki full line and ktm full line nice nice so you are the sponsor we're looking for yeah (laughs) (laughs) we were just talking about right on yeah no we're we're growing and i mean like i said i'm a huge fan of texas motocross and we're here to put grapevine on the map when it comes to motocross that's the goal so the now all the manufacturers cohabitate together there's no restrictions on buildings separate buildings any of that y'all can all be under one roof absolutely absolutely we're all under one roof and right now we're 
we're kind of growing outgrowing our roof it uh <laughs> that's our next uh next objective to get is a bigger building we've uh we filled it up pretty good i've added quite a bit of inventory specifically on the uh mx line and we we've got some product in there and we're not scared to stock stuff and uh oh, we need good. more space <laughs> i was gonna ask that I've, I've actually ran parts departments for a couple of different dealerships had my own shop for quite a few years and and i was curious about that how the moto industry is going normally your side-by-sides and four-wheelers kind of keep the moto stock up you know what i'm talking about is it still that way or have you noticed an increase in in motocross you know people needing it or, or keeping it in stock yeah no um good point um yeah i mean honestly we we are a side-by store for sure um zuma the owner he is a ranch hand grew up raising cattle i mean we do a ton of utility we sell rangers and mules all day so that's that's the bread and butter um the slingshot line we do very well with two we cater to um and we were the only ones i believe in texas with the laser alignment um so we cater to these guys and we we, we get whatever needs they have so absolutely side by side business keeps us going and then the motocross scene ever since ktm's come in there um it's just been nothing but bringing in new customers it's also going to help sell kawasaki because people are going to come in to look at a ktm um and look at a kawasaki side by side and you know they can have choices now not That's just right. going into a vendor with one oem so um no it definitely it's growing but it's not where we want it to be but um that's that's what we're working on awesome. we've got a lot of things in in the in the pot that we're really working on to try to really get the MX scene dialed in out here. Now, do you guys stock, like, say, gear, boots, think different dish, you know, aftermarket parts, things like that? Absolutely. What we brought in since uh, right before KTM came in there, we have fly racing gear. Yeah, we have MSR yeah. gear. Sweet. We have Troy Lee Designs. Oh, nice. So we have three brands strong there, and we also have a little bit of the KTM factory gear. Um, so we're kind of testing the waters with KTM. They've got a lot to offer. So we're, we've pretty much ordered just about what we can from KTM to see what our customers react to. Yeah. And whatever works, we're going to keep. I've worked um, for a KTM dealership, and those guys that are like diehard KTM guys, they buy KTM everything. Yep. You stick a KTM logo on it, and they pretty much <laughs> want it. Yeah, that's right. It's like the Harley scene. I mean, it's, it uh, is. It, it really it, is. if it's got orange on it, they're buying it. Something that they would never buy. It's like the toaster. You when name they, it. When they wave um, at other people, if they don't ride KTMs, they don't wave back. <laughs> you know, kind of like right, the yeah. guys do. So. And, and speaking on that note of the gear, something that I've kind of been keeping under wraps, but uh, we finally pulled the trigger Friday, um, Fast House gear. Fast oh, wow. House is big in California, yeah. and we have quite a bit of it coming. It'll be there for the signing. Well, oh, yeah. So awesome. we're going to be the first guys in Texas with Fast House. A buddy of ours, uh, John Moeller. He's a fast house guy. He's a fast yeah. house guy, so that's that's pretty cool to see that gear line growing and getting bigger. So you said it is. signing. Yeah, they, yeah. You, you dropped that signing deal. Let us know about that. Let all the listeners know about what's going on there. Oh, absolutely, man. It's going to be a party. Um, we're going to have the Kawasaki riders. You've got Eli Tomac, Josh Grant, Justin Hill, and Austin Fortner. Sweet. Along with the Troy Lee Design KTM guys, Mitch Oldenburg and Shane McElroy. So we'll have those guys there for the signing. Um, on top of that, we are going to have huge sales throughout the store. Uh, it's going to be kid friendly. We've got the big bounce house there. So bring the kids, bring the family. It's a public event. Um, as far as vendors go, we've got big Hal Anderson going to be on the grill. So no one goes hungry. We've got, um, tons of vendors kicking in on this. 
Uh, I've got so much product to give away. We're going to have all kinds of raffles. Um, Kawasaki's kicking in on some Supercross tickets and track walks, I believe, to give out. So I want everybody walking out of there with something in their hand and a smile on their face. That's well, the goal. Well, that's awesome. And Big Hal, he supports a lot of the local races, goes up there and sets up. Like, like the, glad to see him getting a little bit of love there, too. Absolutely. No, Big Hal's taken care of me on a few of these events before in the past, and he does a great job, and he's a solid guy. So I'm, I'm we're lucky to have him there at our shop. I sure hate to miss it, man. I'm not going to be able to make it up there this weekend, but my other three cohorts here will definitely be in attendance, I think. And uh, so that'll be a great deal. Get ready to, Texas Moto is on the rise, I feel, and, and, and things like this only help further that, and that's that's what we need to keep our sport alive. Yeah, Sean, this is Absolutely. Jamie. This is Jamie Guida. Hey, man, um, yeah, my chick and I are going to be down midday, so we're going to come see you at some point. That thing's from 6 to 8, is that right? Uh, the, the the event's actually from 4 to, eight. 4 to 8. The riders are scheduled to be there from 6 to 7. We've got vendors showing up at 3. Um, like I said, it's going to be a full-on event. We're, we've got a lot going on. Um, so, yeah, the riders, I know there's other stores that have rider signings, so hopefully it works out and people can go see all their favorite riders and just stop on by. And like I said, we uh, yeah, 6 to 7, I believe, is when the riders will be there. Okay. Um, we had a little good on conversation. On top of that, it's going to – Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, uh, just to kind of keep going as far as just a, an awesome weekend is coming up. Not only do we have the signing coming up, which should be a huge party, we're also going to have the uh, – we're going to be out at the Kawasaki booth um, at Supercross. So anybody that maybe can't make it by the shop Friday night, if they're going to be out at Supercross during the day, come by, see us in the pits at the Kawasaki booth. Ask for Sean. I'll be out there at the booth. Um, and then you've also got Sunday, uh, Oak Hill. And uh, Troy Lee Designs put together a ride day, a good times ride day, and we're going to be a part of that. So you're going to have Mitch Oldenburg and Shane McElrath out there along with uh, a lot of people, and that's going on at Oak Hill. So it's going to be an action-packed weekend. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Awesome. Both your brands you represent are, are likely to take it home this weekend. It's looking like look pretty strong that yeah. you're going to get represented pretty well. Yeah, we're you know, it, it, it comes and goes. This season's shaping out to be a really good season. Um, I mean, Tomac – Tomac's killing it. Justin Hill's killing it. And unfortunately for Fortner, I hope he's okay. Um, that was a kind of a bad deal there. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping all these guys are healthy in there. And it, uh, it it's going to be a good season. It's, it's just nice to have uh, Kawasaki up on the podium again. Heck, yeah, man. Hey, Sean, what is your history with um, Texas motocross? When did you get involved? And, you know, was it just through working in shops or did you ride? Do you still ride? Yeah, um, absolutely. Basically, um, I got into this industry. I worked in the um, retail. My dad had a tackle store growing up. I grew up fishing. Um, we had our family business. Dad passed away, lost the business, so I started to get a real job. Um, got into sales and management, worked in a few spots. Really wasn't working out with the family, the hours I was working in. So I uh, went in and interviewed at a, at a shop up in Denton uh, many years ago as a sales gig, sales gig and uh, hit a home run, did really well, and then realized quickly that uh, I need more of a consistent pay. So I jumped into parts probably about six months after I got into the industry, and that was January of 08. So it's right at nine years. Um, but prior to that, I was always an enthusiast. I mean, I grew up on jet skis, boats, um, dirt bikes, street bikes, you name it. I never really got into the competitive side. I had kids really early, uh, right out of high school. So 
I've been uh, raising kids and working since uh, right out of high school. Well, that's but, smart. Uh, no, I'm an enthusiast, yeah. Because I did the same thing, but I had kids out of high school, and then I taught them to ride, and that gets expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It sure does. Uh, neither one of my kids, I've got one girl, one boy, and they both love to ride, but they never really took off. So I'm here to support them, but I'm not going to push them. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I really wish they were all in it, and then sometimes – I see stuff like Roxon, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm glad my kid ain't on there. Even if they so, don't get hurt, you still dodge the bullet, trust me. Yeah. I try to talk my yeah, kid out of um, riding all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, I'm on the fence quite a bit. Like I said, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish my kid was in this. When I see some of the young riders all, all hyped up and so excited, there's just so much I could offer my son. But, uh, you know, whatever he gets into, I'm there to support him. If he gets into it later, great. If not, no worries. Cool, cool. Well, are you guys, are you, is your shop supporting any of the uh, local Texas riders? Absolutely. Um, right now, we've got something that we're, we're working on. Um, something that's already dialed in is we're working with Terry out of Village Creek and Garth at Badlands. So we're going to be sponsoring the Dealer SX Night Series coming that's, up in March. Cool. Yeah, I'll be announcing um, that, got, I believe. Awesome. Now, uh, we're going to be a part of that, and we've got two riders, one on a KTM. We've got Cody Sample switching from Kawasaki to KTM. Yeah, he's a, he's a, his whole family, man, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Dave Suckson, I think it's Garrett. He'll, uh-huh. be, he'll be on a Kawasaki. He just started riding last year. Yeah. He just got him, got him a bike, got on it, and he's just got some natural ability. So he's advancing really quick. So we've got two, two salty riders on, on, on some smaller bikes, and if this goes well, the next thing we're going to be doing is jumping into a race team. Um, I'm working with guys like Torque One, Shane Garcia, and just really trying to see who's out there and want to get involved. And uh, I think the next step, if this goes well, will be put together a full race team. Well, that'd be, that's pretty cool there. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a that's good a way to picture. give back to the sport and basically give a bunch of money away. Shand is one that's of right. our, <laughs> Shand is one of our sponsors on the show with Shock Socks. So he's good people. You can't be in business with anybody better. Yeah, no, it, uh, you know, it, they're good people and they're all taking care of us, right? And I mean, it's, they're making this, this fun. Um, this is the part of my job that is really what keeps me going. Yeah. Well, um, you want to give us, give us the address of the shop and maybe you guys got a website, anything that people can check out? Absolutely. Yeah, we are, we're in Grapevine off 721 West State Highway 114. That's Grapevine, Texas. Website's www.grapevinepowersports.com. And then definitely to stay in tune with everything that's going on, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook as Grapevine Power Sports. That's Absolutely. something that um, we work really hard on to keep every one of our customers in the know. Any new products coming in, um, definitely stay tuned on our, on our social media. I'm pretty um, sure I liked, uh, I have followed your Facebook page. I know you and I are friends on Facebook. And um, yes. that's good, man. Social media is where it's at. And uh, do you guys have Instagram and Twitter? Uh, no Twitter right now. That's something uh, I, I guess I never got into. So um, Facebook and Instagram for sure. Twitter might come down the road. Sweet. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a social media department right. <laughs> <laughs> for marketing, so it all falls on me. So a lot of that comes, you know, Mondays and Sundays when I'm off or nights when I get home. So, I completely understand. Um, I can, yeah, I can only do so much, but it, it's, it's like another full-time job. But it, it, yeah, I definitely like keeping all of our customers up to date. And letting them know what's going on. I mean, you got to get the information out there somehow. Absolutely, Sean. I'm definitely. Uh, I'm going to come see you at some point uh, Friday evening. And okay, cool. We'll, uh, 
I may be able to bring some shock socks to give away. I think I got a couple extra that Shan left for me. And maybe awesome. we, That'd maybe be we cool. give a few things out and come down and hang out and have a good time. Yeah, something else uh, I just thought of is something that, that you know I've worked in about four dealerships over the last nine years, and um, something that I think we're really can works out to our convenience and for the customer is Parts Unlimited is in our backyard. I mean, it's literally a mile away. So for the customer that breaks something Thursday or just doesn't forget to order it, anybody wants to come in Thursday evening or early enough uh, Friday, and if it's something I can get from Parts Unlimited, I mean, we go get that on our lunch break. I go over there almost every Friday, so. Hey. Um, that's awesome that that is awesome yeah yeah so and i know they don't have everything but and tucker's not too far but parts and lemon is literally a mile away so if anybody ever needs anything late on a weekend come holler at us we can get it for you yeah you you guys ought to be able to corner some market up with that that's awesome yeah we need to really get that a little bit more dialed in and maybe on the website or something uh that way people know because i mean most shops if if you call them on a friday um, I mean, you can overnight it for Saturday and spend way more than your part, right. or you can wait till Monday. And I know how it is. If you need to part and you got a race coming up or you're going out of town, you need your part. Well, that's awesome, man. Absolutely. Well, Sean, we appreciate your time and uh, good, good luck with everything this weekend. I'm sure it'll be a madhouse and you probably won't be able to look up, but uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll check back in with you in a few weeks and see how everything's going. Absolutely. And if anybody can make it out from the show, definitely come on by, um, say hello, and uh, yeah, it'll be a party. Awesome, awesome. Well, we appreciate your time, bud. We'll speak soon. All right, thank you much. Thanks, hey, Thank you. See you. Sean Scroggins, ladies and gentlemen, Grapevine Power Sports. I tell you, if you guys are in that Metroplex area, especially that Fort Worth-ish area, kind of that Grapevine is in, and you need parts or you want to look at a new bike or, or you ride side by whatever it is you do, go check these guys out, man. They're really, if you're a moto guy, appreciate what they're doing for this sport because they're putting back into it. A lot of shops don't do that anymore. Because there's not a huge return on it. Well, there's about three shops this year that have really stepped up, and mm-hmm. and, and I, it's good to see another one that's coming Absolutely. up and that are that are starting to help the moto guys in the northeast Texas area because. Let's- Maybe it's because the gates are full and they're seeing that moto is coming back. Yeah, and uh, if you're looking to get a new bike this year, you're not sponsored by anybody. Uh, I know that bike shopping's a hard deal. Go to, go check these guys, people like Grapevine Power Sports out that are out there putting back into the sport. Buy, try to buy a bike from them. You know, if you want a Kawasaki or a KTM, which are both phenomenal motorcycles, so you can't really go wrong with either one of them. Go check these guys out. They stock gear. They stock parts. You got whatever you want. Let's not let the online business completely take over. Let's let's give yep. these local boys some help, and that's what we're here to help do. Speaking of yeah, young we, Jamie, what do you uh, have for us? Got a couple sponsor reads here. Uh, as you guys know, Shock Socks is one of our big time sponsors, and man, I just blew that. We all know how expensive this. But you don't be. blow seals with these things. That's yeah. a good thing, right? Yeah, well, it's like blowing a fork yeah. seal. It's, it's embarrassing. Y'all you are going to get Phil excited. Be careful. So if you don't want to blow a fork seal, <laughs> what you need is the original and number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. Shock socks keep grit and grime out of your fork seals. I don't like doing work on my bike if I don't have to. Me I definitely either. don't want to have to take my forks off and mm. send them to somebody because I don't know how to change a fork seal. I don't have the tools to change the board Craig seal. So, so get you some shock socks. Um, TuckerRocky.com, shocksocks.com, Facebook forward slash shock socks. Support our sponsors that help us out. and uh, Keep that shaft from being leaky. That's it. And also, of course, as always, we have PMP sprockets. If you need to upgrade your drivetrain, get it in gear with PMP sprockets with tons of colors for all makes and models. 
available for dirt and street. Check them out at pmpsprockets.com, Facebook forward slash pmpsprockets, or call and talk to Kim at 972-429-6200 and tell them Moto X-Pod sent you. There you go. Hey, Phil, are you alive? Yeah, I'm alive. Are you sure? I'm I'm, I'm wondering. It's okay if you talk. You're a co-host. I know. I just, I've, I've been working out a lot. I worked out today. I worked out. I worked out today, and I'm just freaking dead. Like I just feel dead. That's what, what I feel like right t- now. What could have stopped and got you a coffee or a Red Bull? I don't drink coffee or energy drinks. Pussy. So, <laughs> so basically, you need like a smoothie or something. Like <laughs> I already had a. Smoothie. He needs a vegan fried smoothie. <laughs> a vegan a fried. Ve- <laughs> what the hell is a vegan fried? See, I don't even know what that is, but you're the vegan. So yeah, well, you know you, as you that. can, yeah, I look like a vegan as fat as I am. That's for sure. So, what time is it, guys? We got a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Any minute now. So yeah, next whenever. guest we have coming on is the four-time Arena Cross champ, Josh Demuth. He'll the be on sheriff. with us. In, the sheriff, Josh Demuth, will be on with us in a few minutes. Until then, uh, y'all just want to keep busting Phil's balls or what? We could, <laughs> we could talk about real quick the two fifty class. Just real quick. Uh, I, I'm picking Justin Hill for that title. I really think he's just on fire right now. And it's, unless he has an, uh, uh, an uh-oh, a boo-boo, you know, yeah. something like that, I really think that guy's not. got it. There's only two races left, right? This one and one more. And, then, and, then, and then... Yeah, they get they, an eight-week break, Vegas, though, right? is the thing. But I'm saying there's this one in Dallas and yes. then the break and one more. Salt and, Lake, no, Salt Lake and Seattle. Okay, two more. So, and then mm-hmm. Vegas still uh, counts like it did oh, last Vegas year. Vegas still right? counts. Yeah. Right, right. I okay. guess. I haven't heard. Like, I'm sure. No, I think it is. That's bad. Nobody wanted to race the shootout, so I don't that be like, like it. They're like all it. racing I the like shootout. I yeah. do too. Make them suckers yeah. race. Well, know? back in the day, they had a couple of those. You know what I mean? Like they yep. would they would combine them, mm-hmm. and that would be awesome if they would do that for like Dallas. This cool. is right here in our back well, they, door. They, ironically, they used to Dallas used to be one of those rounds because every yes. year I went to Supercross those years, you got to see everybody from the East and yep. West Coast. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Do it again. I wish awesome. they would. Well, it makes sense and it'd be cool. So don't look for it to happen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Corporate America just doesn't do things that make much sense, so it's whatever. But, hey, at least we still have a Supercross series, and we have one that's on live TV now. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't got to call 1-900-PRO-RACE or whatever the hell that was, you know, <laughs> any of that stuff, So which that sucked. I just, I would, I'm lazy. I'd wait for the magazine to come out. I, but, I'm quite uh, spoiled, I guess, with the moto, because I, when I got into watching moto like on TV, it was pretty well. I mean, it was like a day late, but I never had to do the one 800 or whatever the no I don't, I don't even yeah. know I don't remember that I just remember staying waiting I was in the 90s to yeah. watch it at like midnight with Jerry Bernardo mm. <laughs> Jerry Bernardo what whatever happened to that guy he I was awesome he was nut he was a uh, he was a, he was a uh, I don't know he, where was he from like New York or somewhere yeah. he sounded like it he sounded like a wise guy when he talked but he uh, <laughs> it was pr- pretty cool but uh, anyways yeah do you want to talk Phil do you have something to say how's your well, week I, been so far Phil it's been good but uh, I think I'm with you on that old Justin Hill thing. Yeah. But uh, but my thing is, is I hope he doesn't freaking blow it. That's that's he he's so talented. He's so fast. You know what's funny? He, he deserves he's, it. He's better on a 450 than he is on. His brother was the same way. That's why right. he didn't stay in the class. His brother didn't stay in the class long. And I don't even think Josh made it a full year in that class. I think they, he was bigger, a bigger kid. and They had to move him up. They both ride big bikes really well. So. Yeah, and Shane kind of reminds me of Dungey a little bit. That consistent. You know, right, yeah. guy. Like I feel like he's always going to be that podium guy. I don't think he's going to get off the podium this year. I don't think he can go wrong yeah. with whoever wins this year. I mean, personally, so, I, I want. I'd yeah. like to see he'll win. That's yeah, just, me too. Just, that's, it I, doesn't really matter I, to me. That's honestly, I'm yeah, I think I'd be happy for either one of those guys winning. Yeah, for but with sure. he'll doing his, it, his wreck like on that two by four he ran over. 
Oh yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the board. The part of the yeah. flooring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so. and they pulled up. They said that it was. That there's pictures all over Instagram where bricks and all kinds of crap were in the. Yeah, Josh Grant. Right, took Josh Grant out for the night when that happened. Yeah, yeah he got hit or something in the hand, maybe. I, yeah. I don't know, something like that. That's gnarly. But, um, so yeah, that we, track was crazy. So the so the the field is all like, dwindling down right now. We've got no Pike, no Grant. Dude, Pike screwed oh, up. Oh man, is Canard coming back? His hand, uh, he, Canard should be back this weekend. Okay. They. Uh, what about dude, James? Thought James uh, was coming back. What is it? Maybe Somebody, has anybody heard? I've, They're saying Daytona now. That's what Daytona, I've been. Yeah. Rumblings are Daytona. He's gonna be on a Honda. Steve hasn't. I don't think Steve has said anything about. I, I don't know. But uh, anyways, they. Um, I don't, I don't think they know. But nobody knows. I don't think anybody knows. Yeah. Nah. They're good at keeping. Maybe Tevin Tapia. Maybe we can see what Tevin Tapia says. Why? Why? Because he's real close with the uh, Stewart brothers. Oh, no, I didn't know. That. Well, okay then, Phil. Yeah. Let's do that now. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Call, why don't you well, talk? What do you say? We just call y'all, y'all are all about these local pro guys. So he's a big local yeah. pro guy. He's, yeah. Well, he's, he's a pro, but not local. Yeah, Tapia. Yeah. Tapia's yeah. written a lot around here. He's like, not from here though. He, I, I remember he raced Josh at uh, Buffalo Creek. Buffalo Creek. I remember that. He tried, tried to take him out. Demoth was on a two-stroke, and Tappy yeah. was on a KT, you know, four-stroke. Remember that? that Demoth awesome. still beat him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Demoth is a gangster, dude. You can't take him down. He's a well, right across chance. Speaking you can't of take him speaking out. of gangster or the sheriff, let's give him a call. Let's connect us with our guest, Mr. Smith, four-time arena cross champion, Josh Demoth. Piece of paper. Here's your piece of paper. You should try to make some more noise with it. I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, bud? What's hey. up, Josh? Josh Demoth. <laughs> How are you tonight, man? You're wrestling his phone is what he's doing. Uh, right dude, now. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm in my car. I'm on the Bluetooth special. Hey, it's all fine, good, brother. It's yeah. all good. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Oh, no, absolutely. How you boys doing? We're doing good. good. We're, just, we're, good. we're just chilling, man. Just getting over a work day. How about yourself? Uh, doing the same, man. Just, uh, had to work late, just cruising home from work. You know, I, I live that, uh, you know, corporate life now. So I got to <laughs> stay late after work and then drive home late and then get up in the morning and not getting paid near enough. You're right. No, what are you doing? We now? all, we all do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> what, Josh, what are you up to nowadays? Like, where are you, where are you working at? Um, I'm, uh, I'm the parts manager for, uh, Mazamo and Banshee UTVs here out of Dallas, or, like, I don't know, Garland, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, 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 so, I, uh, I run all the, uh, basically, I just run the parts department there, just handling, uh, orders <laughs> and doing all that stuff now, so. Well, that, that, that's, that's definitely got to be a change right there. It's just, a, just what do you call it? Because last time I think I talked to you, you were it was right after your injury and you were still working in the oil field stuff. I guess <laughs> when all that went down, it affected you too? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the oil field stuff, I mean, granted, uh, you know, I couldn't work there anymore basically just, uh, just because, you know, no, I have a leg and stuff. You know, if there was ever an incident out in the field, I couldn't oh, okay. get to. You know, I couldn't get out of out of the path. Basically, if there was anything that ever went wrong, so um, you know, I just 
you know, basically kind of had to take a desk job after that, you know. And so um, one of my good friends, Donnie, uh, used to work for Freedom Power Sports here in the Metroplex. Right. Um, you know, he was a uh, finance manager and a sales manager, needed somebody to come over. Uh, started out doing sales, and uh, they needed some help in the parts department. I was kind of the only one that kind of really knew what was going on with the uh, with the parts for the UTVs and all that. So they kind of transferred me over, and so now I'm like the uh, parts manager there, just kind of handling all that business for them. Well, heck yeah. <clears throat> well, I was talking to these guys here. You probably don't remember me because I'm like like a little bit of a super fan hanging out. The last he's time, a dork. Yeah, I'm a dork. <laughs> but, yeah, the last time I saw you was actually out at Burleson. They had a big ride, like a couple of years back there. You were riding out there at Burleson. And just blown away at the speed you still had on a bike, on a borrowed bike that wasn't set up for you or anything. And I guess you just never lose that. You know, I mean, you never lose the ability to twist the throttle, it seems like. No, I mean, it wasn't that. I just had a uh, steak dinner bet with one of my friends. I needed to win. Now, he kind of said the same thing. You know, he was like, hey, there's never any way that you're going to beat me now that you have one leg. And uh, I had to prove him wrong. So, you know, my girlfriend and I got a real nice uh, steak dinner at uh, Nick and Sam's that he had to pay for because I still beat him with one leg. Heck yeah. Awesome. You had to show him how the sheriff does it, huh? Yeah, exactly, dude. I wasn't paying for that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, let's get into your career a little bit. 1994, fourth overall Loretta Lenz, 125cc stock class, I believe, six in the mod class. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of uh, that was kind of the start of everything. Um, you know, uh, my old man and I were doing it kind of out of uh, you know a little little Dodge van, and we were still kind of paying for everything. And we went there. We got some help from uh, you know Team Green and Kawasaki support with Ron Heben. Oh, nice. Um, you know, he was he was a great guy, and uh, and he helped uh, my dad out a lot. You know, we. You know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have a lot of resources. So, uh, you know, those guys helping us out, you know, after that was kind of was a huge stepping stone for my dad and I. You know, we were able to go to some of these bigger amateur races. Uh, you know, we were, we were able to do the things that some of the other guys, you know, maybe kind of took for granted. Right. Awesome. So you, turn, so you ended up turning pro in 95, correct? Yeah, yeah, we started pro in 95, and, uh, you know, it just kind of escalated from there. I mean, you know, I was a young punk kid that, you know, was just kind of racing, race to race, you know, and back then, you know, contingency was real big, so uh, we had a shop that worked with us that uh, paid us our shop contingency in cash, and that's kind of what what was able to get my father and I to the races back in the day. Nice. Yeah, because back then, I remember that when they would put contingency, you just got parts out of that kind of stuff. We had a couple of guys at a shop I worked at, we did the cash deal with them. Um, I guess it would be easier nowadays because they put all the contingency on a card, so that you could spend on gas or whatever you need now. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, nowadays, it's a little bit different. Everything gets put towards a credit card, but back in the day, it was all just, you know, like almost a, like a shop credit. Right. And so, you know, we could use it towards bikes and parts and all that, you know, 
but we really weren't able to, uh, you know, uh, granted, dude, I mean, we were, you know, we were on the poor side, so, you know, for us, you know, cash, you know, kind of, I mean, we had to get hotel rooms, you know, some some nights, you know, my dad would stay up all night, you know, driving eight, nine, ten hours to another contingency race, just so we could make a little bit of money to get, uh, to get to where we needed to be. Awesome, awesome. Now, those first few years you turned pro, did you race Supercross, Arena Cross, where you, you know, just kind of do everything, or money races, or how did that go for you? Man, I mean, you know, honestly, my dad and I just basically chased, uh, chased those money races. I mean, that was a big deal for us. You know, there was, you know, there was some of the bigger amateur races that we missed just because there was bigger contingency races going on elsewhere, and, uh, and that's really kind of what you know, got my dad and I to the races that we needed to be at with because our dealer was so was so good that he would, you know, transfer that money from, you know, just parts and uh, bike credit to cash. And so that's how we made it to a lot of the bigger races, you know, early on in my career. Who were some of your rivals at that time that you were battling against in amateurs and your early pro days? Uh, uh, you know, Greg Rand, uh, you know, he was really big back in the day, you know, granted we're, we're old, you know, right. you guys are, you guys are so young pups, so. <laughs> How may not, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. And we grew up in the same era. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, no, like Greg Brown, you know, Matt Maximoff, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, Brock Sellers was a real good friend of mine growing up. Uh, you know, I used to go over to his house when, you know, we struggled to get one bike a year and they would drop off 10 to Brock's house, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, it was, at the same time, you know, it was a little disheartening, but at the same time, you know, at this, I guess at the same deal, it, it made me kind of work harder for everything that we got, you know, uh. You know, Kawasaki, you know, Team Green used to show up at Brock's house with 10 brand new bikes, and we raced the same bike all year. So, yeah, uh, you know, that was kind of that driving force behind everything that, you know, eventually, you know, uh, made me to what I was, I guess. So were you able to do, like, the arena cross and then Supercross, like, doing all of that at the same time for the money, or did you have to just one day decide, I'm just going to stick with arena cross only? Well, no, and I mean, honestly, that's that's kind of the all, the deciding factor, I guess, behind it was because at the end of the day, I mean, I had a good Supercross contract. I could make some decent money, but, you know, me stepping back and going to Arena Cross, you know, I could win. I could win championships, and the money and the bonuses and everything that I had was just, you know, way greater for Arena Cross, so... That was what we chased. I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, I mean, it, you know, granted, I mean, you know, growing up with nothing, that's that's what you kind of chased was the money and trying to make the most out of your career. And at my time, that was where we could make the most money. So that's what we chose to go with. Right, because you had a better chance of getting the, the larger payouts, I guess, huh? Exactly. I mean, you know, you know, just... I mean, my, you know, honestly, my family struggled a lot with my racing, and, you know, we, 
we struggled for a lot of years when we were younger, so my parents gave up jobs and gave up certain things just so we could, you know, prosper in racing. And, uh, you know, it was time to kind of repay the favor. So, you know, there was times that I remember racing, you know, arena cross and the local races, you know, and, and that I made... Uh, you know, at these arena cross races and the smaller races, you know, paid for my parents' mortgage and stuff. Oh, on wow. House. Yeah, that's You know, good. so, um, so that was just, we, we always went where we could make money and, uh, afford to live, but also afford to, you know, just, just keep that dream alive, basically. Awesome. Awesome. Right, right. I- uh, so I, I, I guess we just got kind of wanted to know, and the listeners wanted to know, and, and Arena Cross and Supercross, you know, who were the teams that all you rode for? Um, well, I rode for Tough Honda for a number of years, and then, uh, you know, Babbitt's towards the end of my career with the Kawasaki Monster Energy team, um, you know, but, you know, in the beginning, you know, I, I was kind of that young punk kid, but, um, uh, you know, uh, Motion Cycle Sports was a shop out of Dallas that, you know, had a guy that, uh, you know, kind of believed in me a little bit. And, uh, you know, I had finished, uh, you know, a few good years of arena cross, you know. Uh, I think I got seventh and then a fourth, and so I was progressively getting better. And and uh, so they kind of seen, you know, that that rise in the arena cross and we're like, Hey, you know, we're going to sponsor, you know, an arena cross team. You know, you guys go out, you know, do your best. You know, this is what we have to work with, you know, see what happens in that year. I, you know, I was training hard. I was, you know, kicking some butt and, you know, halfway through the year, I was still winning the championship. And that's when Yamaha stepped in and realized that, Hey, you know, we, we got a title contender. Maybe we should help this guy. So did you keep the motion? Like, were they still involved when Yamaha stepped in? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, uh, Yamaha stepped in at a you know a small level. You know, they helped me out. They gave me an extra practice bike. You know, I kind of had like unlimited parts with them, and then I ended up winning the championship that year, which was the first year that I won the championship in '02. And then uh, that next year, you know, I had full factory Yamaha support. Oh wow! And uh, you know. They paid my salary, and uh, you know, you know, basically uh, unlimited bikes, unlimited parts, whatever I needed to make sure I wanted again. That's a big, big change in your program, right there. (laughs) (laughs) Almost, oh yeah, huge change. You know, we uh, made some upgrades to the parents' house. You know, we had a couple of new cars in the parking lot. Yeah. So, uh, no, it was it was huge for us because, you know, growing up, my parents spent so much money on me that, you know, we afforded those, you know, tiny little luxuries that other families had and, and we just never had because every dollar that my parents made was spent on me racing. Right. Well, I commend you for giving back to them. <laughs> A lot of people might say, you know, I, this is mine, I'm doing this now, and it's good that you take care of your family, bro. No, I mean, dude, my family's been everything. I mean, you know, that, that's been a huge part of my of my career and my racing. And, uh, 
you know, I, I know what they went through, and they gave up a lot just to uh, further my career. And to be able to give something back to them was, you know, was not even a question. So it was just nice to be able to make something out of all the hard effort that they put in. Absolutely. Right on. Yeah. Absolutely. So during, during that year, it was 2002 when you won your uh, championship. Were you still um, trying to do outdoors and stuff then? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I did some outdoors. I mean, I didn't do all of them. You know, uh, I, I still had some good support from Yamaha. They they stepped in about halfway through the year. Uh, you know, I I was top 10 at several nationals that year. And so, uh, you know, coming into 03, you know, 03, 04 was, was my best couple of years, I think, that I ever had racing. I had great Yamaha support. You know, the guys love me. You know, I won some championships in 03 in Arena Cross. Uh, they, you know, they supported me fully. And and uh, so, you know, when we did decide to go do some outdoors, you know, I still had the factory box. I still had factory parts. And, you know, it, the transition was very easy for me. And so, uh, you know, because I did so well in Arena Cross, it kind of carried over to the outdoors that year. But you did you did quite a few uh, top tens in outdoors, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't like to brag. But... <laughs> I mean, come no, on, it's... by all means, sir, brag. <laughs> yes, sir, you earned it. Oh, no, no, no. But uh, no, I mean, like I said, I uh, you know I, I I trained really hard. You know, I had some good support behind me, and so I took advantage of the situation that they gave me. And you know, granted, I. You know, I, I think maybe I could have done better than what I did, but uh, but I did have some very good races, a lot of top tens that year. And uh, well, I'm looking at the Racer X Vault. You got eighth place at High Point in O2. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's legit. That's legit, brother. I mean, yeah, you you should brag, <laughs> yeah. right? brag, brag By away. All means I mean, brag. You know, Jessamine, you know, Sorby, Reed, all those guys. You well, know. you know, but. To my old man, you know that that's not good enough. You know, <laughs> you know, to my old man, I can go, hey, you know, Reed's still riding. He's like, oh, it's amateur hour, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my old man, he's uh, he's extremely tough, but you know what? If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I was at. I mean, he pushed me a lot, and uh, you know, and I, and when I was younger, I didn't understand, and I. You know, was was you know almost kind of hard on him. I was like, you know, you're you're nice to everybody else, but me. But you know, why, <laughs> yeah, you know, excuse my language, but why are you being such a dick to me? And then you're nice to everybody else, but at the end of the day, I knew what he was prepping me for. Right. And, and uh, you know, and so you know, out of the you know, out of him being tough on me and hard on me, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, out of that deal, you know, I ended up winning four championships. So, you know, my dad was extremely hard on me until I won my first championship. And then after that, he's like, you know what? My work is done. Like, I've done my deal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so for me, it was all I had to do was just win that one championship. And then my dad realized his work was done and then everything else was just icing on the cake i got i gotta remember that i got a son that's trying to be a professional one day i'm just gonna just just 
whoop him constantly and just talk bad to him. And if he can have a career as good as yours. <laughs> that way he can well, come on this show and call you a dick one day. That's right. He can come on the show and call me a dick one day. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, no, no. Oh, man. I mean, granted, you know, he, he, he was tough on me, you know, getting up. You know, he wasn't a dick, but he was, man. He was super hard on me. But if he wasn't, then I wouldn't have amounted to anything that I that I ever did. He was trying and, to mold you. Well, I'm glad he did yeah, it, man. He, he, he was just he he was man. He was molding me into uh, into a man. And at that time, you know, I just thought he was, you know, I thought he was being a dick. But at the end of the day, he molded me into uh, he molded me into a champion. And, Absolutely, yes, and, he did. You know, I, and I and I can't thank him enough for it. You know, he That's did awesome. what. He did what was what was needed and what was necessary for me to uh, to do what I did, you know. Yes, sir. Hey, Josh, one of those years, maybe I don't in arena cross. I don't know if it's your, your first championship, but didn't you didn't you get have to race Bradshaw that year, Damon Bradshaw? Yeah. So the first year was '02, and uh, that was the year that uh, Mike Kidd and all those guys brought Bradshaw in. And, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, Bradshaw was always my favorite, my favorite guy. Oh, I hear you. you. Mine too, bro. Mine too. You know, that was, uh, that was like my hero when I was a kid. And then, you know, they brought him in to race with me that year. And, and I remember sitting down and talking with my dad before the season. I'm like, you know, they, I go, they brought my hero in. I'm like, how am I supposed to, you know, you know, how am I supposed to fucking beat this guy? <laughs> I'm like, you know, granted, you know, I, I mean, you know, he's a bit older or whatever, and, but I'm like, you know, you know, this is my hero. What, how am I supposed to pass my hero, you know? It's like, you know, you almost kind of want to let him go ahead. And it's like, you know, damn, dude, I'll just follow you. I'll ride your coattails. That's right. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, but it was it was cool getting to race with them, and uh, you know to this day, we talk every once in a while. But to this day, he's still my hero. You know that that was that was the guy that I looked up to when I was a kid. Oh, I completely understand that guy. That guy's presence anywhere he is is just like, damn. There's the beast, you know. Yeah, there he is. Well, exactly. I mean, it's uh, you know that that was. That was my guy, you know, and then to be able to, you know, and, and granted, you know, Bradshaw, uh, I'm sure you guys know, you know, he's he's kind of a rough character, man. He's not an easy <laughs> guy to talk to. No. And, uh, you know, we ended up becoming friends, you know, over that season. And, you know, uh, it was kind of funny. I remember him, you know, talking at the awards banquet that year when I won the championship and he got hurt and broke his leg real bad. And I remember him giving his speech at the end. He's like, you know what? He goes, all the rest of you guys are, you know, he goes, y'all don't know how to ride. You're a bunch of clowns. He goes, the only one that I ever had any fun racing with was Josh. He's the only guy that knows how to ride. (laughs) Wow. That sounds like a very Damon Bradshaw thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's basically telling everybody else they sucked, and I was the only one that was worth riding with, you know? Well, uh, I, you know, you you, you kind of get that huge thrill of swallows. Like, damn, dude, I can't believe you just said that. But uh, at the end of the day, it was a huge compliment. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm uh, I'm still friends with him to this day. Well, that's awesome. I read an interview or listened to one somewhere where he talked about you, and he had some pretty awesome things to say. So that's really cool. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, and you know what? Have to have your hero growing up as a kid, you know, talk about you so highly and talk some good things. I mean, you know, all, all the championships aside, just to have your hero talk about you in that way was more than I ever could have gotten from any of the championships that I won. You know what I mean? He Absolutely. had my respect and. And uh, it didn't matter about anything else. You know, my, my hero had my respect, so that was good. Heck, yeah. That's all, all you could ever ask for in life, my friend. Hey, so Absolutely. Josh, are you, uh, do you still ride at all? I mean, I'd like, I was with TJ that day you rode at Burleson. That was a couple of years ago. Do you ever get out and get on a bike? Man, you know, I, uh, I was training for the X Games uh, a couple years ago. I had some people that were building me a leg, and I was going to do, you know, the amputee X Games stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting ready for that, you know, they, they were kind of dragging their feet about getting my leg ready. And, uh, dude, it was a month before the X Games. I'm like, hey, you know, y'all need to kind of pull it together and, and I was like, man, I, I, I got to start riding. I got to start training. And they're like, well, you know, your leg's still a couple weeks out. So I went out to the practice track and, and was doing motos without my leg and, you know, riding and uh, just kind of had a bad accident. And I ended up breaking my arm really bad. And uh, I spiral fractured my elbow all the way to my shoulder. Ooh. And I lost a bunch of nerve damage in my arm. Right. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, so my hand hasn't really worked uh, very well since that day. I mean, granted, it's starting to come back a little bit, yeah. but I, I, you know, I still moto with my kids, and you know, we go trail riding, and you know, we 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 still ride and have fun, and uh, but you know, me, uh, you know, I've honestly, I've actually, you know, I've missed it a lot, man. I haven't rode in about a year and a half, and. I've got some friends that do the uh, vintage stuff yeah. here in Texas. There's yep. a big, uh, you know, big vintage following. Right. So uh, I've been looking at getting a vintage bike and doing doing some racing in that. Are you not doing any of like the side by sides or uh, UTV races or anything like that? No, no. I'm just, you know, they, those guys, you know, they. I don't know. I guess I think I'm too old to do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should definitely get into that vintage stuff, man. Shan Garcia and a, a bunch of his guys and some of my friends are big in that. Man, that scene is legit, too. Yeah, Mike Hans. Oh, yeah. Mike Hans out yeah, of Houston. Yeah, Mike. Mike Hans is a good cat. I've yeah. met him through, uh, through, my, through my mechanic, Jack. Yeah. Um, great guy, and uh, we've done some... You know, we've done some vintage races before, but they have that, um, you know, they got the modern class, basically, yep. so, you know, I would just take bikes that I was with there on and just kind of ride for fun, but, uh, you know, those guys have been really uh, pushing towards me getting, like, an old-school vintage bike, you know, sure. 70s, 80s bike, and, and coming out there and just having some fun, and, and uh, you know, I kind of told them, I'm like, I go, you guys realize it doesn't matter how old the bike is. I'm not going to have any fun unless I win. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that never really yeah. goes away. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. So, you know, they're all laughing at me, and they're like, dude, just have some fun. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I go, you I'll be know having what? fun I when I win. <laughs> well, you should come out to the uh, Diamond Dons vintage race this year um, in Marshall or Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. All those Jefferson. guys come out, and Guy Cooper comes, and Trampus Parker, and, and, yeah, they're the same as you. They're not there to have fun. They're there to win. Well, exactly. I mean, no matter how old you are, that uh, that racing and uh, you know that winning and that feeling of winning, it never goes away. And so, you know, that's why even with my one leg and bummed up arm, I still try to race all my buddies when they, you know, when they feel frisky because I know I can still beat them. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Well, hey, Josh, we really appreciate you coming on tonight, bud. We got to wrap it up, but uh, thank you very much for your time uh, and for uh, coming on. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Hey, it was, it was a blast, and uh, you know, I uh, I enjoy every minute of it. And uh, you know, if there's anything I can ever help you guys with, let me know. And well, I could and, be uh, good. But I'm gonna tell my wife she ain't got to do nothing tonight. I'm so like happy I got to talk to one of my heroes. That I mean. I'm good. I'm, I'm a cloud nine right now. She ain't now. gotta help you. She ain't gotta help you to bed. But uh, no, man, it's good. I know. Uh, you know, me and my friends. I'm gonna be out uh, not this coming weekend, obviously, because it's Dallas. But uh, next weekend, I think the 19th, there's a big uh, vintage race going on at uh, Tyler and Swan. Uh, Swan, yeah. yeah. We'll see you there, yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, I'm going to be there, and uh, one of my friends that I could race is like uh, 99KX125. <laughs> so uh, I haven't rode in about a year and a half, so I'm going to dust off the leathers and come out there and uh, have some fun with you guys. Well, if you want to ride a 250, I've got a 96CR250. You're welcome to spin on. It's pretty fresh, too. That's nice. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> 250 might be, I, I need to be riding like a 60. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be at Supercross? Uh, I am, yeah. I'm going out there. I got some, you know, some good friends that awesome. are still there. You know, uh, you know, Kerry Hart and the Hart and Huntington team, and then, you know, Kenny Watson, who was the manager and all that stuff for a while. You know, I've still got all those good friends that I've known back in the day. They, you know, still have me come out. I, you know, I wrenched for... Um, uh, Ted Parts' son that yeah, runs the TPJ team. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, Ted got us a few passes. We're going to come out there. We're going to spend all day. I'm bringing some friends with me. And so cool. I'll be there. Maybe we'll catch up. Dude. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll see good. you for sure. We'll see you. That's where hey, I got. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's who I got my passes from, too. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, again, I appreciate it and can't thank you enough for having me on. And, uh, man, if there's anything I can do for you guys, just let me know. We'll Hi, do, man. Josh. Thanks again, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, man. Right. Take care. That was cool. Dude, the Sheriff Josh wow. Demuth, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what the worst part is? My life is complete. I have to announce another race on the weekend. He's going to be 15 <laughs> minutes from my well, house. I will right. definitely be at that race now, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. selling my two-stroke till afterwards. Yeah, I'm on right. call, but I may have to come over. There you go. At least. You at yeah. least come walk me to yeah. the line and hang out, help me. I'm, I'm going to have arm pump after one lap. I'm going to tell Russell thing. to reschedule this race. You might need to get sick that weekend. He's such a really, really sick. I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, you know, he looks like such a badass. He's all tattooed. tattoos. I was like nervous to talk to him. I just remember all the tattoos and hot chicks with him. Oh yeah, and he's super down well, he's known for that too, you know. But uh, couldn't have a cooler dude on yeah, the show. Very nice. Yeah, 
Awesome. Philly had you tongue tied a little bit, huh? Little man, love. You like Demoth? Man, he, I, does, I, I, I just want to look at want to look at a picture. Uh, well, no, the the first time we were talking about it, him racing Tevin Tappy at Buffalo Creek. Now that was the first time we should have brought that up. That would have been a cool. First one. time yeah. I watched him ride, and man, that's a bad dude. On like, a two stroke at that. Yeah, yeah was, on a two stroke. That was. 2011 or 12. It was, it was 11. It was 11. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah, then I it. saw him the next month on a Suzuki at Swan on a four, like racing the pro. Or that year or the next year. Pro Challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was that pro, year. Pro Challenge. Yeah, yeah. on a, two, you know, RMZ 450. Like, yeah, I think that was. I mean, bikes that guy. Well, if y'all remember, Trey Kennard went out to Swan for the Pro Challenge. 2012. That? 2012. That was the next year. Yeah. yeah. And then he donated all of his winnings to, yeah, to Josh. Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, See, I was, that was out there. cool. Pit, running the pit board for Gage that day at the Pro Challenge, yeah. and Demoth's chick was standing next to me, and I couldn't pay attention to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I, I hear you. I hear you. That was really cool to have that guy yeah, on. Yeah, for sure, I, man. I tell you, I, um, man, wow. That's a moto dude right there. Yeah. Those are the kind of dudes yeah. that I look up to growing up. Those are the kind of dudes I like to hang out with. Y'all are cool, too, but no. I'm Not that, that dude is, that, yeah. I mean. He's legit. And and to go through all the adversity he went through to steal, yeah, that's crazy. How how awesome is his attitude? Yeah. it's like it didn't even happen. Like, oh, right. well, you know, yep. I mean, yeah, he quit racing because he was, you know, not having fun, and was like, I'm not gonna put myself in danger of not having fun. And then gets yeah. on a two smoker and wads himself up. That's that's yeah. irony. Yeah. But man, but his attitude, I think I would. I mean, so many people would just be so down and out, and he's yeah. just. Yeah. Loves the sport. Yeah. yeah, it's opposite. He's living so. life, loving life. That's yeah. a, like a life lesson for everybody, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And you, got, and, you know, if you guys are listening and you like talk, hearing these guys, you need to let us know because we want to have more people on like Josh and we have some other people coming up in the next couple of weeks. We need to hear from you guys. Yeah, if you want to hit any, any of these Texas legend guys, you know, we'd love to talk to them. Guys, you know, kind of wanting to focus on that a little bit. We'll talk to whoever. That's right. You know, if you got somebody you can get us in touch with, an old pro, somebody that, that's interesting, yeah, put us in touch. We'd and even to our up-and-coming guys. Like, yep. yeah, yeah we've got some plans for some of our up-and-coming kids that are that could one day be somebody else's favorite rider. Yeah. So, like no. that Jamie Guida guy. He's fast. Yeah. He's, he's definitely Phil's favorite. <laughs> I don't even know don't who that so. is. Yeah. Never heard of him. Phil's never heard never of him. Never heard of her. Bill doesn't know <laughs> who he is. But, uh... Anyway, I'm gonna be really fast when my new Nick brace comes in. Yeah, I, I just want to try it on. I don't have to ride it. I just want to try it on. Okay, did y'all? I'll let you wear it. Did y'all hear like Grant Langston going off about the neck brace? Yeah, yeah last week. Well, I'm yeah. one of those guys like on his side, but this this Atlas brace they've kind of got me sold on it now. So we'll see what happens. Well, but, we'll see. That I, was it. They, I mean, I've worn a neck brace since they came out. I just. Mm. It's got to be better than nothing. I did until the second. It's not, last man. Year. I wouldn't I just, say it's better than nothing. No, not those old yeah. ones. I don't think the technology was up to par at all on them. Yeah, so, mine's hanging in the shop. It's been there since April. The uh, the okay. problem with those things, the problem I have with the older ones now is because you you didn't have enough movement. There's times where you're going to need to move your head, yeah, and you couldn't do it with those. Well, see, I've always wore the Alpine Star brace. It's real low. Well, that's how this at yeah the one that yeah. he's getting is like that Liat. I have one of those Liats, and if I, I didn't have one that crash Alpine in Star, that thing and it was on the shelf, I was over it. You know? If I didn't have the Alpine Star brace, I would probably have the the same. Well, it's one. the close. You know, the, you'd probably probably like the Atlas one better now. Yeah. If you try, yeah. like when he gets his try it on, I bet you end up like. There's it no doubt that I had one bad crash that I know for a fact that Liat saved my neck because I felt it snap back and stop, but just the way it sits on your. Sh- on your shoulders, I think it really affected how bad my collarbone mm. broke. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, 
sure. But yeah, I'm excited to try this new one. We'll give it a shot. Well, heck yeah, guys. What what else is going on? We got races coming up. We got cool people coming on the show coming yeah. up. We uh, uh, you guys kind of talk about who pick your. Let's each pick our winners for Dallas. Uh, I'm gonna go Dungey, Tomac, Marvin. No particular order. That's not winners. That's top three. But yeah. okay. I said no. So you got to pick a winner. No, no. Let's uh, pick a winner. Who do you think's gonna win? Justin Hill and Ryan Dungey. Okay. That's, you, I mean, Phil? you can't argue with that. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with. Cooper Webb and uh, nice. I like Justin that pick. Hill. I, I didn't like that pick a few weeks ago. I yeah. like that pick. I don't know. I just I just have a feeling, and I just feel like he's fired you, up. You're trying to you're trying to uh, to piggyback off TJ's Tomac pick. I called that that nobody you saw did. coming except TJ. You, you did call that, and I even called him but, a dumbass, but he was right. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. damn. All right. Ago, I, I thought who's there was the dumbass no now? Me. Right. I thought yeah. there was no way in hell Tomac was winning, and now yeah. he's winning. He uh, yeah. possibly could win three weeks in a row. Different person, like like. Eli wasn't really riding the first couple. Well, weeks. you know, they said that that day that they did bike changes, whatever the hell they did with whatever the, the hell bike, they changed the, worked, right? A new linkage. Worked. I know yeah. that they linkage, and I think he went to. Did he change sports? Uh, I think did he went to, to Spring Fork, but they did. Yeah, I think he went back to Spring <laughs> yeah. He went to Spring Fork the week before, but then they Two were clicks. Some, there was some linkage that they um, like some I guess link that they found yeah. that they didn't have. Yet, like they uh, had yeah, it, I like from the factory. Is, it was from the from factory. Cali, is he with so. Four Armstrong? No, no, <laughs> obviously not. I mean, I'm just wondering. Well, TJ, Armstrong. who are your picks? Um, two fifty. Blake Pag. Yeah, Blake Pag. Hey, you know what though? He's coming on. I could see him on the podium. So he's coming, he's coming on in seventh place. Man, love. That's fine. Hey, he is like, but seriously, like I could see him getting on the podium soon. But I'm not gonna call for it. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna argue with that. I'm not gonna argue with TJ ever again after that. Tell me, <laughs> I think if he says Baggett's gonna, gonna win. I'm like, sure, Baggett's right. gonna win. No, he goes, he's so. gonna get podium at Daytona. But no, no, it, before more he than might Daytona. Win Daytona. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm talking about like a straight Supercross. But anyways, this weekend, I'm gonna say, I would not be surprised if we had something crazy happen and Chad Reed win. Because listen, he has been saying that he. Whether it is or isn't, he doesn't like the bike when the track's tacky. Dallas is the track is going to be technical. I can't. I'm trying to find the track map. I've heard the it. track does look. You can't find it out I there. I couldn't find it online. It should be on Racer X. I looked on Racer X, but uh-huh. it's going to be technical this weekend, and it's going to be slick. Dallas is always slick yeah. because they don't have to water it. And is there no sand? Google Google 2017 Dallas Supercross track map. I bet it pulls up. Okay, I'll pull it up. But anyways, so you mean mugging me for Jamie Guida? I think I think seriously, (laughs) I'm gonna go with I'm gonna call Chad Reed this weekend. I think he'll pull off a win. And I'd never bet against that guy. And and I'm I'm also and I'm not even the hugest Chad Reed fan. I just think he's gonna be super confident. And then I'm gonna say in the two fifties, I think McElrath will, will pull it out. I just. Yeah, he's due for sure. I mean, you know? why not? But I'm probably wrong with that one. <laughs> you you're either totally wrong or you're gonna be right on. So, <laughs> hey, that's the two options there. Yeah, there's only there's no in between. Well, it's hard to argue either way, right? So you, uh, I'll say he'll either win or he'll lose. Yeah. Well. Well, great, 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 Bill's great analysis there, Jamie. That, that was sarcasm. Yeah. So yeah. I know Jamie's going, and I'm going. I'm going. You're going. I'm going. Mark, are you going to be a Supercross? No. No. I'm going to try to make it out to that. That's, uh, that's normally me, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going, guys. I'm going to try Sorry. to make it out to the meet and greet, Great Bond, Power Sports. So. That's on yeah. Friday? Friday. Well, we're yeah, leaving Friday at like 3.30, yeah. so I'm we'll going to be trying to make around it. Two, so yeah. We're going to try to get involved with a couple of the uh, different signings and things going on. I've been 
kind of trying to schedule all that with some different people to do some different things. Those signings would be super cool. Yeah. I wonder. Well, that, I'm looking for. I, I want to go to wherever the seven deuce deuce is going to be. Give That's, him a hug for me. And obviously, you know, I'm looking for Kyle Chisholm, my my man crush. <laughs> Kyle Chisholm, man love. Well, if you see his wife. Yeah. Well, Brittany Charles told me up. that they're doing a signing Thursday, but I won't be there. Dude. I, so here's the track map. We actually dude. get a chance to look yeah, at it. Tell my story later. Two whoop sections. Wow. Back to back, back to back. Oh. So, yeah. Wow. So you, so you got to jump over the land. And I think the start's cutting across them. It is. And going through. Look at all That's the. That's a normal section. Dallas start, oh, though. They do that a lot. But I'm just saying. I think. I mean, look how technical that it start's going to favor Ryan Dungey, guys. That's not a Tomac style start. Hundred percent chance that Dunge gets a good start. I'm not saying he's gonna grab the whole shot, but you get a, a ridiculously good run at the first set of whoops, and then the next one you've you've got to be on the gas. Yeah, they don't start that way though. Look, they go across it. And well, no, a, I'm talking about like after that. When oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah, run sure, they yeah. get at the whoops. Yeah, they got a little roller going in that turn. Right. I don't know. Right there, tell. coming off the start straight. Right here? Yeah. Yeah, I guess where you go into that roller and then that yeah, way. You know, wow. Ooh. That ought to be, if they even, they won't keep that it. that long yeah, rhythm keep, section. Yeah, probably gone it. after practice. Yeah, yeah, they won't keep that. But. but they've done, a Dirtworks has done a really good job this year. Yeah. That I really so. long rhythm lane right there is gnarly. That's a, that'll be a good one. The that's tracks straight. have been really impressive this year. I mean, they, they've always been impressive, but I feel like they're, well, they're, they're very they're, racing. Like they're they're they're, well, they're good lap, for the racing. The lap times are longer now. This so track here, bit. somebody's gonna get taken out in some of those ninety. Oh yeah, yeah those one eighty degree turns. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna no be good racing. Watch Vince freeze. There's only technically <laughs> there's only two ninety degree turns on the whole track. That's nah, good. Yeah. Well, hey, thankfully I hate ninety degree turns yeah. on a motocross track. You're stupid. Yeah. But, but um, gotta have them sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you do. Well, hey guys. Shocksocks.com, pmpsprockets.com. Actually, shocksocks, they're not .com. They're Facebook, right? There is a shocksocks.com. Okay, well, anyways. Yeah, big thanks to those guys for supporting the show. And uh, big thanks to Sean Scroggins and Josh Demuth for coming on. Man, Josh Demuth interview is awesome. DJ TJ, Darkside, Factory Bill. I'm Mark. Peace out, guys.